Hi there. I'm John. And I'm Cecilia. And we are driven by LND. So thank you very much for joining our very first episode of Driven by LND. Are you excited, Ceci? Of course, absolutely, absolutely. I am excited, a little bit nervous, I have to admit, but we have to we have to begin, right? Definitely. Yes, here we are already. Perfect. So as we are beginning, let's start by introducing ourselves. Why don't you start, Ceci? Yes, thank you. Okay, hello everyone. Hello again. My name is Cecilia. I'm from Argentina and I'm currently based in Buenos Aires. Um, I would like to say I think it's important to tell everyone that we are recording this podcast from our home. So um, you might hear some background noises. In my case, I live on a very busy street in Buenos Aires. So definitely there might be some trucks and, you know, some, some noises there. So we would like to apologize in, ad in advance for that. What about you, John? Well, as you're apologizing, first of all, uh, I have to say that I have a cat and a dog and they might jump in oh. <laughs> during the podcast, you know. Um, so apologies in advance uh, for that as well. And, uh, well, I'm from Venezuela, based in the United Arab Emirates for the last nine years. Uh, mm -hmm. I would say eight years living in Dubai and one year living in Abu Dhabi now. So let's start by explaining ourselves. Ceci, why are we doing this? Yeah, good question, right? Uh, and, and, and I think um, this is the question that many, many of our friends and relatives, when they found out that we were doing a podcast, is like, what? First of all, I had to explain, no funny part, I have to explain to many. What, what's, what, a what, what's a podcast? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, no, it's like, a, it's like a radio show, but you can listen to it. Yeah. So wh why are we doing this? Why now? Well, um, of course, uh, firstly, I would say that this was uh, love out of our, this was born, sorry, this was born out of our love of uh, L&D, no? that we both have in common, uh, that, that uh, theme in common was very important to, to start planning this podcast. Um, rather than that, of course, um, COVID-19 changed our reality, uh, both personally and professionally. And, and well, we, we suddenly, let's say, found ourselves at home uh, thinking what else we could do with our time, with other projects. So a little bit, this is how we started thinking about uh, doing this podcast together. And we have to say as well that we enjoy listening to podcasts a lot, both of us, obviously different topics. Um, but I think this is where we said, okay, you know what? This would be fun to have our own podcast about learning and development um, where we can explore more about uh, this area, like to impact some topics and, you know, uh, our eagerness to, to learn more. But on a relaxing environment yeah where we can also allow ourselves to have a bit of fun and then obviously maybe interview some people so um yes i i think this is a bit of a combination why we are here what, what do you think what what's what was your your look on this so yes in my case i had the idea of doing a, a podcast for quite some time on, on one side i would say we, we at the beginning we were thinking what should we do the podcast about and, and something that really resonated with both mm -hmm. of us was, uh, as you mentioned, the, the passion towards listening podcasts, but our passion towards L&D itself mm -hmm. and, and how we have been, been mm -hmm. exposing ourselves to, to this field over the last couple of years. And 
And I think one thing led to another, and, and here we are about to start uh, an adventure on this. Uh, and, and for the ones who don't know Guys. us, uh, our background is in hospitality. And, and that's where basically our careers started. And uh, in my case, uh, I started working in operations and we met quite some time uh, back in 2011 in Burj Al Arab when we, were, when, we were, when we started working as battlers back then. It was uh, quite some yes. time ago. And <laughs> yes, and, and through the years, oh we, we both transitioned through a series of different roles and operational settings within the hospitality. But something that both of us had always in common was, was our eagerness uh, of always being exposed towards the training of our colleagues, of the departments we were working at. And one thing led to another, and, and we got, uh, we got to, to that point. A couple of years ago, back in 2018, I was able to transition to learning and development already within the, in the department, in the function. And mm -hmm. at this point, I, I cannot even measure the personal and professional growth that I have been experiencing since then. Uh, I think in, in learning and development, in, in hospitality mm -hmm. in particular, you tend to become a generalist. You learn a little bit of everything of the process. Uh, you start sometimes from the point of developing content, yes. first of all, designing it, later on developing, then delivering it, then evaluating it. And actually before that, you start also mm -hmm. analyzing why do you need to create a training and how can you tackle a particular problem through this. So, so you become a, a, a person that knows a little bit about everything, but I feel that still there's so much uh, room for improvement uh, and to enhance our knowledge in particular. And, and I think that's one of the reasons why why we are here. Yes, uh, I agree with what you're saying. Well, I, I also have to explain that in my case, I never completely moved to L&D. I, I did not do that transition. I remain in hotel operations, as, as you mentioned. Yes, we're both hoteliers. But even so, I, I love this field more from, from a trainer's point of view, um, because it's the this is the part which I got to experience, right? I love facilitating training sessions. And along the way, I had the opportunity to participate in four hotel uh, reopenings as a trainer. Um, so, yes, we are here then to discover different topics in, in during the, the course of this podcast. And we will learn together. That's the invitation, let's say. That's, that's our proposal as we share some subjects and unpack others. And I our aim is that this, this podcast will be helpful not only for hoteliers but obviously from for people from other industries as well that is right that's our proposal but tell me at which point did you feel or did you realize that L&D was the path that you wanted to follow well first of all I'm not sure if I would call it a path that I wanted to follow I, I yes and no let's say yes and no um, well my career in in hotels began like 15 years ago it's a bit <laughs> harsh to say that um, don't tell me about it <laughs> oh gosh 15 years and that's only hotels right because I, I've even been working uh, before that but anyways so it, it began here in Buenos Aires in a very uh, well-known hotel um, but as you said in my case in 2010 I moved to Dubai in uh, United Arab Emirates to work as a 
a butler in Burj Al Arab Hotel. Um, yes, they recruited us. So we went there. You know, this was like, wow, what an experience. The most luxurious hotel in the world. And that's that's how they marketed, right? So coming all the way from Argentina to, to that world was something extraordinary. And uh, what really impressed me there is that before we were sent to the floors, we were kept, um, let's say, on the side training during two full months. Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the trainers then became one of my best friends. Uh, but that's a different story. So um, I was I was really impressed by 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 that experience, right? And then uh, as I actually um, stayed in Dubai for eight years and a half. So initially I went there for one year, and that you know things happen, and that's we all do, of course. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think that that's part of of yes of uh, yeah. I'm coming to the United Arab Emirates only just for a year or two, maybe. Yeah, no, it's not how it happens. So yeah, we I ended up personally with eight years and a half crazy always working for the same company for Jumeirah um, but moving um, within different properties I work in for three different hotels so training and the power of learning was always very much present and uh, I would say I I also try to focus on that I realized from the beginning that the company was was uh, let's say paying attention to the training so I, I tried to assist and attend to as many trainings as I could um, and uh, as I advanced in my career, I changed my roles. I had the opportunity then to conduct training sessions myself, right? First for new joiners and then for, for my entire team. Um, and more, let's say, after a couple of years, the, the, the company opened a new property after, after a while. So they, they selected uh, some of the colleagues to be room trainers. So they certified us, right? And, and from there, I, I had the opportunity to be part of the uh, hotel pre-opening team. And, and that was followed by three more pre-openings, one of them including an amazing experience in Bahrain. Um, so as I said, I like from from the from the time that I had the opportunity to be on on the shoes of a trainer, I love the role. Uh, I think everyone who had assisted on one of my sessions knows that I I like to bring some sense of humor to the room to keep everyone engaged and you know make it more a little bit more uh, entertaining somehow. Um, so yeah, in, in a nutshell, I would say that it was Chumera and my experience as a colleague first, uh, what brought my attention to to L and D. Um, but what about you? I know maybe your case was a bit different, right? When was that you realized? Um, it was like I, I kind of knew it. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, not something that I thought as a possibility, let's say. Um, and I can go back even to the very beginning of my career uh, when I started uh, my first internship. Mm-hmm. I was working in a in back in Venezuela. I was working in a very big five star hotel that had uh, several receptionists. It was in the front office where I was uh, working, mm-hmm. or where I had to start my internship. And I remember that after the orientation day that was given by a person that I think was a training manager, then uh, I was sent directly to the reception. Wow! The, <laughs> what you're saying, the the story that you're saying that okay. Uh, we were kept apart for some time to be trained and, and yeah. to make sure that we we would know at least the, the, a set of basic skills in order to, right. to provide the best possible service. Well, this was not the case. It was just go out there and <laughs> just look, just observe. 
just entertain yourself. Um, and and there was no person that was actually assigned to to train me. So I, I was like kind of going from, from receptionist to receptionist asking questions. And, and some people honestly were not very keen or very willing to to assist yeah. um, sometimes because they were so busy. I mean, sometimes uh, you, you have to have the willingness as well. It's not only about having the knowledge, but the willingness to share it. And I remember yeah. that one uh, of those receptionists uh, was kind enough to then start little by little providing some of the... Uh, information about the hotel, uh, sharing some anecdotes, experience, explaining me step by step how to do some some key processes, and that's when when I, I first of all I really appreciate it, and and then in the future in other uh, experiences across other organizations, I always wanted to be the person who who others could go to whenever mm. they uh, would be arriving, would be new, mm-hmm. and my perspective was like a win-win situation. First of all, I know that most probably you and I are going to spend uh, uh, quite some time working together uh, during several days mm-hmm. a week. And if you have all the knowledge and if you have all the tools, our job will be actually easier. You will look good. I will look good. We will not have mm. to overwork or stress ourselves. So so there's a, a, a very big advantage of, of ensuring that your team members have all the tools to do their best job. Oh, yes. And when I... When I moved to Dubai, the, the situation changed a little bit because uh, here the, the role of departmental trainer, uh, the role of trainer is more institutionalized, is more uh, formal. Formal, yes. Uh, and, and you have to go through certain certification, through certain preparation in order to get there. So, so you develop yourself as well, and then you become a point of reference for the department. Even if you are not a supervisor or a manager necessarily, people know that you are the go-to person uh, for training matters. Correct. So uh, that that uh, at that point, I think it was in 2013, I decided to do an external course, not in the company, but uh, in actually in the Emirates Academy. Uh, it was about hospitality, uh, certified hospitality training or certified hospitality trainer. Mm-hmm. And I was surrounded by a group of learning and development professionals. And it was very interesting. It, it was a, a very nice learning experience because all of these professionals were talking about their experiences. I even shared some of the experiences I had. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when I noticed that there, there would be, a, I, I started considering it as a, as a possibility uh, or, or a career path itself. And this happened in 2013. And five years later, after a couple <laughs> of positions, uh, even though I had in mind all this learning and development, moving there because it's my passion, because it's what I want to do, mm-hmm. it's when it happened. It's when I was able to transition to to learning and development finally, and and that's when everything started. And that's what the magic started. Yes, you know, as as I'm listening to you, I was reflecting no, on something. Um, when when we look back on our careers, it is interesting to see how. Like one thing led to another. Um, obviously, as you work, you 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 start working, you explore your career options, and sometimes you want to change your path. And and that opportunity that you expect does not arrive at the desired time, right? That you just said it took me five years actually <laughs> in your in yes with your example to 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 move where you wanted to move. But you know, I think it happened to all of us. Um, but it's important to 
to have this message of don't give up. No, what I'm saying is like to keep on learning, you, you acquire new skills, you prepare yourself, because I think all of this is key to become like the best candidate for the next available position you aim for. Maybe this position can be within your organization. Maybe it will be outside in other companies. But the important thing is to remember that, yes, you can pivot and you can change your path if you work for it. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's a matter of, of having the right skill set and being at the right place at the right time. But sometimes when, all, right when as well. yeah, yeah. all <laughs> those things don't match, uh, you can always seek growth. You can always continue learning and mm-hmm. preparing yourself for when that opportunity arises and, and then take that leap. Uh, in your case, mm-hmm. tell me now, now let, let's go to business. Uh, and what let's move that? to business yeah it's time to move to business so what are the topics that you would like to cover during our first episodes uh, what, what ignites curiosity at this stage for you uh-huh well um you know i'm, I'm very much involved with with the uh, training still so i wouldn't be um true to myself if I, if I wouldn't start by saying e-learning, yes? E-learning, it's it's a topic that, uh, you know, it's a matter that it was already on high trend, but this uh, pandemic situation brought it as a necessity for many, many organizations and companies. So suddenly, yeah, everyone was, uh, you know, um, found uh, experiencing this, this way of learning. So I would love to dig more into that. Yes, um... I think, uh, I, yeah, I think you're learning. It, I, I, I'm not sure if it's the final solution, but mm. definitely for us or for, yeah, for you and for me, we, we love uh, being in a classroom and being able to deliver a session mm. and have that human connection with everybody. And as much oh, as yes. we love that, we, I think we're going to have to transition into other learning solutions. And in some cases, e-learning uh, will be that solution. And pretty much on the same line, I also mm-hmm. would like us to talk or to speak about instructional design. Would be very nice mm. to have a subject matter experts on on both of the areas. Hopefully, maybe one in both of them uh, that can give us more insights and and explain us, give us a context on how it has evolved and and where is it moving forward. Another point as well mm-hmm. that I would like us to cover is uh, return on investment. And in moments mm-hmm. like this, uh, where we're going through, through a pandemic and, and we have uh, economic crisis and so on, uh, learning and development more than ever, and I think any function anyways, more than ever, needs to demonstrate what's the value they bring for the company uh, that they are at. So I think that's another point that would be really interesting to to. Uh, get to cover, get to research and understand and discuss and possibly also interview a subject matter expert. Yes, 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 of course. And um, I think this this also overall takes us to understanding the role of L&D, right, uh, on, on this uh, such a special context that we are, as you're saying, going through with the with the pandemic um, and, and to, to really try to uh, figure out what is supposed L&D, what is L&D supposed to do uh, for the companies, correct? Another point that would be really interesting would be to understand what are the skill sets required nowadays. Um, and that I'm talking about talent development. What are the skills that the professionals, 
that are currently in, in the organizations need to develop in order to to uh, keep on being relevant for their companies or, or to keep on being assets to their companies uh, and how also we can measure and align the, align the work that they do with the organizational culture of those companies. Correct. I was thinking that one of the most discouraging things that this pandemic brought along, it's the crisis. And with the crisis, it's the tendency of putting on hold most of the career opportunities within the companies because because of COVID, due to COVID, it's like uh, getting a promotion or the creation of, of new positions. That, that's not in the in the agenda anymore, at least for a while. Uh, it's more about survival mode and, and how to navigate this crisis. Even though, on the positive note, we can see some, some uh, you know, beginning of recovery in certain areas. Yes, like little by little. But but what I what I wanted to say is that despite that situation that we we see lack of opportunities or new promotions and things, I think it's important that we as individuals we, we still uh, get ready. We we continue to prepare ourselves to acquiring new skills, as you were saying. You know, working on our own development. Like don't paralyze just because you're saying oh. You know, there is no more opportunities. I like my my company will not uh, get me a promote a promotion or anything. No, I think it's the other way around. It's important that you take this this uh, this time as as an opportunity for you to to develop, to learn new things, and then get ready for what's coming next. Absolutely, yeah, and definitely the 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 world that we are. Right now is definitely not the world that we were at a couple of months ago mm-hmm. uh, when the pandemic started. So, so this changed so much our way of thinking, our way of doing business, and and everything pretty much. So, yeah. on the same note, and and in my experience, as as I was able to transition, and I have been transitioning from from let's say from roles from one role to another and you have as well mm-hmm. uh, it would be really nice to get to speak with a recruiter mm-hmm. that can tell us what are the skills that right now are on demand in the market when it comes to learning and development and and i think this is something that can help not only learning and development professionals but as well professionals in other areas there are times when you just simply want to change what you're doing right now and and, and move towards a different direction and it's nice to get to understand how can you prepare yourself for that? What what are the tools that you need to gather? And there are so many resources out there that uh, we can simply reach and get and, and buy ourselves, uh, accumulate them to, to get ready for whatever is coming next. Yes, yes, indeed. And, and now, on the other hand, I will, I will talk about something less, less uh, sympathetic, let's say, um, which is performance management, right? Um, like, how how is all these crises and change on the behavior of the colleagues is being handled by the organization because we cannot deny that, yeah, the people, employee, colleagues, associates got deeply affected by this new reality, you know, in, in these different scenarios. Some people found themselves furloughed, some people found themselves on a reduction, obviously, of their salary, of their working hours, and this had an impact on their performance and, and most of the time it was a negative impact. So, uh, to me, it would be interesting to understand, like, until which extent you as a leader should be, okay, empathetic and understanding and justifying some behaviors, but when enough is enough and actually you, you start to see that this is turning into an attitude issue. 
It's a very delicate balance, I would say, right. and, and it would be very interesting to get to know further information and research and know and, mm -hmm. and possibly speak with someone about it. So what do you think, Cecilia? Uh, I think we already managed to build a, a little bit of a to-do list for our upcoming episode. Yes. All these topics, I'm so excited, John, actually, as we are discussing them, I, I really want to fast forward to the future and, and be there already interviewing people and, and for ourselves doing some research and, and learning more. So I think uh, we have a plan indeed. Sounds like a plan. So we look yes. forward for all of you to, to join our journey, to keep on listening to us and hopefully to subscribe. We haven't said where, but please subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh yes indeed so guys this is the end of uh, episode number one this was driven by lnd and thank you for driving with us see you on the next episode Bye -bye. Bye -bye.